Welcome back to Daily Dose. It's me, your old pal, Nick. Finding a therapist, someone you can talk to, you can trust, it's not easy. It took me a lot of trial and error, and Bob is in the same boat. Today, he shares a story about someone who found the perfect therapist, despite them having a connection to some past trauma. Enjoy. I need to tell you a story. Okay. Interesting story. Um, I... I used to work at Orlando Health, mm-hmm. and when I worked at Orlando Health, um, I left the organization of my own avail, but on my way out, I, I had uh, a higher up in the organization who was really disrespectful to me on my way out, really wanted to give me a boot in the butt on my way out, and I learned that there were politics involved, and so I just, you know, I took it in the left and moved on to this wonderful world that I'm in right now. But I always felt this little uh, resentment towards this person. Then a person who came in a few iterations later to replace part of my role uh, became a client of mine. Uh, And this person, I'll call her Nicole. Nicole is an incredible leader, really smart, strong, uh, French, and was doing a really fantastic job. And then for no reason that I could identify or that she could identify this same person who gave me a boot on the way out, fired her and humiliated her on the way out of the organization, made her feel really bad about herself on the way out, which is kind of this person's MO. Uh, and so she, she's so damaged that she needs to get therapy. And I'm sensitive to people who have therapy now because I'm in therapy, which I'm finding kind of interesting and fun. Um, and she tells me this story. She's like, I was damaged. I was feeling broken. And I went and I got a therapist, which I've never done before. And I sit down and I start telling them about Mr. X and the way he treated me on the way out the door and how it made me feel. And I'm starting to get teary eyed. And the therapist says, hold on a second now. Full disclosure, Mr. X is my dad. Okay. I was going to say the therapist (sighs) was that person in disguise, but it might as well have been. Mr. X was her dad. And this person, Nicole, after spending a little bit of time with this therapist, decided, I'm keeping this therapist. In spite of the fact that the reason she was going to the therapist was brought on by the therapist's father. I just thought that was, I had to tell my therapist that story because I was like, my mind was blown. Can you imagine sitting there in the therapist's chair and starting to share your feelings and then having them say, oh, that person you're talking about, your antagonist in life happens to be my father. Yeah, this thing that you're holding on to, because this is how many years later or is this recently? This is like within the last three years. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, something, right? It's like So doing a background check on your I think what I'm hearing here <laughs> is do a background check on your therapist to make sure that they are not already part of your life somehow. Right. I can, um or Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe that's the way it works. I was amazed that she chose to keep the therapist. Yeah. I thought that said an awful lot about the therapist because to overcome something like that, right? And and I appreciate the honesty of the therapist exposing her to that because who knows how that would have come out. Oh, yeah. If you find out about that later, that's not a good thing. Have you been in therapy? Have you ever done therapy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did it when I was a kid. um, And I think that was mostly... My, I was going to therapy because my parents needed therapy. Ah, so yeah. it was, what do you call that? When you're projecting yeah, on yeah. somebody else. So that's what it was. And that's what family therapy very often is yeah. about. 
Um, so I was going, um, we tried a lot of different therapy, including traditional therapy. Um, my mom uh, thought that my sister had some sort of like learning issue, which she doesn't. Mm. But so we would do light therapy. So we would stare at lights. Ooh. Because if Stephanie was going, then I had to go too. So Aww. Stephanie didn't feel as bad. <laughs> Um, Contagious therapy. That's not fair. Yeah, yeah. And we would stare at lights and listen to books on audio, books on tape. Ah. So I listened to a lot of like Sherlock Holmes books and stuff like that, but staring at a light. Um, but later on, it really helped me like uh, basically around 2012 to 2015, 16. Mm -hmm. um, got very busy, couldn't keep going. And then uh, my therapist passed away, unfortunately. Oh, uh, she was great. Joyce was amazing. And then uh, I just started up um, Tisa's program. So not therapy. Ah, yeah, uh, but healthy. But, the, Good. but yeah, something to help me out in terms of self-help, self-care, that sort of thing. And the biggest thing I think with therapy and with this is like putting value on it. Mm -hmm. um, to me, it's like stretching. It's like doing stuff that is important, but time consuming. Hmm. And you feeling like this is an hour and a half a week that I do this class. It's all on zoom. Um, you know, and it's, I found it really invaluable so far. I've yeah. had a lot of, uh, you know, those sort of aha moments. Well, like, of course, but having you, somebody you don't else, always get those though. That's good. Well, but having somebody else say like, this will make you feel like this. And it's like, yeah, I knew that. Oh wait, no other people feel like that. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good. Um, but yeah, so it's been, that's been really helpful, but, uh, but yeah, making the time for it, feeling like this is something I should be doing and should be putting value on instead mm -hmm. of just like, gotta, gotta work, gotta, gotta do something, gotta put a book online or gotta go to the store, gotta be writing. It or, is an escape of sorts. Yeah. This, I have found this to be the, the same. It I feel selfish. It, yeah, it does. It does. And I, I've been leaning into that. I've been leaning into like I even I even said to my therapist the last time we were together, um, hey, I know I'm talking a lot about this other thing, but really it's my time, isn't it? <laughs> and she laughed and said, yeah. And uh, it's been it's been an interesting relationship. I think I'm a little different than a lot of the people that she deals with because I send her cartoons that are therapist related. They're like I found this funny cartoon that that shows a therapist and there's a zombie on his on his couch and the therapist is saying it's perfectly natural and normal to, to enjoy meeting people and he said i said eating people <laughs> it's so silly but nice. it made me laugh so i you know i will offer her that you know and i'll tell her it's stupid jokes like here's one here's one that i i learned from my brother this week you'll appreciate this one so Ooh. superman was talking to wonder woman and he says to her, don't you love having supervision? She says, yeah, I do. But it makes me feel bad for Batman. I mean, he never had it. His parents died so young. Nice. <laughs> it's stupid, I know. But it makes me laugh at how stupid it is. And I love it. I love it because it's also a reminder that Batman's only superpowers are dead parents and money. <laughs> hey, gang, it's Bob. Wow. Nobody knows how to summarize an epic superhero's existence like my buddy Nick. Dead parents and money. I'll never be able to look at Batman the same way. Actually, that's Nick's superpower. He changes the way people think. He's been doing it to me for more than two years now, and I'm actually better for it. A little weirder for it, too. But that works for me. We hope it works for you, too. 
That's it for this episode of The Dose. Thanks for listening.